And so you basically <laughs> brought this thing over and like, hey, check this out. And I'm assuming because Adam is a person and he's a human being, he probably knows what kind of fruit's on that tree. And he's like, that's the forbidden fruit. She's like, yeah, I already ate it. I didn't die. He was like, okay, cool. Let me try it out. So he eats it. Boom. This and we're back yes we are we are back guess who's back back again the dog is out of his kennel now (laughs) so maybe he's quiet maybe he's probably eating a cook he likes books for some reason he's ate like half my bible (laughs) my old one oh man so he's filled with the the word of God. He is. <laughs> so is my yard now. So that's cool. <laughs> Got that going for me. Oh, uh, that's great. Man. So prior to all this story that we're about to talk about was like straight euphora. I mean, that's that's kind of what I yeah what I think. Everybody is just. And when I say everybody, it's Adam and Eve and God. They're. They're and so and animals, everybody's just happy. We're not sure if they have eyes or not. I'm still kind of figuring that out. That eyes? Yeah, eyes. Like, can they see? They have to be able to see something. Why wouldn't they have eyes? Because they couldn't see. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. We'll get to that, too. Yeah, I, I think there, I think there's. it's more of a... Not a sociolog- sociological, but like a... I think it's more... More a mental thing than a, yeah. I, th- I think their their minds were open. Maybe a better way. Yeah, of saying it. Maybe anyway, they were just droning. Yeah. I I wonder what the temperature was. I bet it was perfect. It was probably perfect. It was probably heaven on earth, right? Because yeah. God created heaven and earth, but they overlapped at this moment. Heavens and the earth. I believe they must have. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if, like, when we die, we go to heaven? It's just the Garden of Eden. But bigger? Does it support all of us kind of thing? Yeah. I'm going to ride a giraffe. That's all I'm saying. I could probably do that here, too, but I think it'll be more fun there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm going to get up there and be like, I'll see Matt just crossing the the yard. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. We made it. (laughs) We made it. Yay. So, uh, anywho... We're in uh, Euphora land, um, Garden of Eden, if you will. <coughs> Ooh. Um, and then in, in enters the serpent. This is your normal Bible, not your, uh, what is it called? Sunday school. This is your normal Sunday school um, note. No. Lesson. Lesson, yeah. Yeah, what am I? Oh, my. Sunday school let lesson. Me, let me breathe in real quick. All right, think. Here we go. Put my thinking pants on. Hey, welcome back. I've <laughs> <laughs> already messed this one up twice, so uh, we decided to make another one. Here we go. Here we go. So anyway, to recap what we just talked about yesterday was Adam and Eve are made, and we're still in the Garden of Eden. Yep. Not to be confused with Eve. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the Garden of Eden. Um, and the serpent enters. So the serpent is slithering around or walking around. We're not really sure. And he sees Eve and he's like, Hey, 
See that tree over there? Um, if you eat the fruit from it, it's pretty cool. And Eve's like, hey, you know, like God told us we can't eat from that tree. And then, you know, basically the serpent's like, hey, that's because God doesn't want you to know all the cool things that he knows. And he's being, um, you know, he's just hogging all the fun, basically. And Eve's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, come on. And then Eve's like, well, he told us we would die. And serpent's like, do you think you really would die if you ate some fruit that he put on here? He's... He's the magic man, like, he gave you all this, and he's telling you not to eat from that tree, but that tree probably looks the same as the other trees, and uh, basically, you know, just the big uh, angel, devil on your shoulder type gig for a little bit, um, so he, he basically says, yeah, you you probably won't die, So, but it, it does taste so good, and I could just imagine, right, he's probably eating from the tree, because he's already a very bad dude. Um, so he's like, yeah, this, this blueberry or whatever it was tastes so good. Look, look at all the juice coming from it. He's just talking it up. Right. So Eve walks over, grabs a, whatever it is. It's maybe it's an apple. It's all apple and pear. It's always so far. Yeah. yeah. It's an apple or pear, but it's, it's, it's good. Right. So she takes a bite of it. She's like, she thinks it's so good. She's like, well, I'm just going to take this over to Adam. But you don't really see that it says anything from the tree, right? So, but he, <clears throat> dang you women. So you basically <laughs> brought this thing over and like, hey, check this out. And I'm assuming because Adam is a person and he's a human being, he probably knows what kind of fruit's on that tree. And he's like, that's the forbidden fruit. She's like, yeah, I already ate it. I didn't die. He was like, okay, cool. Let me try it out. So he eats it. Boom. This, let's, uh, what, what would you say? Like, um. They're like this big puff of smoke comes out. I don't know what what happens, yeah. but all of a sudden this downward spiral happens yeah. real quick. They go into like their uh, I don't know. They're they're just their eyes are open. They're when we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Like their eyes are open. It's probably like their minds were freed from this euphoria, which they had the best of the best of the best. And God's like, hey, man, don't touch this. And he was like, things are bad, right? And then they, <clears throat> so in chapter two, was it chapter two that they, he talks about the tree and like what the yeah. fruit would do, it would show them the good and the evil. Mm-hmm. So before this, they're so um, naive to everything. It's just everything's happy. And then all of a sudden they see good, evil, shame, doubt. Um, what else? Like you, you name it. Like, whatever you think, all the emotions that you think, and all the, yeah, I would say all the emotions that you feel as a human being today, they felt at that moment. Um, so, that happens. So, they're, they're naked, obviously. They become, like, super shameful, and they're like, what, what are we doing? We're, we're naked. So, they, they go hide from God. Now, what's really cool what, what Matt and I found what was cool was in what verse is it where he is walking with them? Right, uh, verse 8, right? The man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Sweet. So God is with them at this moment in a physical form, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, God's like, hey, man. Where are you guys at? He already knew. Yeah. 
So he's like, Hi, Marco Polo. Yeah. And uh, Adam's like, Polo. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, ah, so we... We just, we heard you. He says, um, he answers, I heard you were in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. What? So I hid, right? And I'm assuming him and Eve hid at the same time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the the big picture of it is, is God knew it already happened. Yeah. So here, here's where, <laughs> here's where I think they, they mess up. So Eve ends up blaming the serpent even though she already knew what was right. And Adam blames God and Eve for doing this because he says, uh, Genesis chapter two, verse 12, the man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some of the fruit from the tree and I ate it. So not only does he blame Eve, but he blames God for bringing Eve to this world. So there's your first, I would say your, well, your second sin of the whole thing is like, that's sin number two. Um, you know, and then God comes down and he says to the serpent, you know, you're going to, you're going to live on your belly for the rest of your life and you'll eat dust. And then he curses, um, Eve by saying, you know, when you bear children, it's going to hurt real bad. And, and anybody that's a dad or a mom out there knows have seen this come to fruition. And then to Adam, he kind of goes easy on Adam. If you ask me, because I mean, in my head, I don't mind working, but, uh, so I told you not to eat it. You are cursed from this ground. Um, and you know, you're going to have to work for everything that you do. And it actually says it will produce thorns and thistles, uh, for you. And, you will eat the plants of those of the field by the sweat of your brow. You will eat your food. So now, instead of just you know prior prior this this pear apple problem, they just had fruit and things were done. And God was pretty much the gardener, basically, like with his his uh, his powers and his miracles. He's just there's fruit on the tree all the time. the The temperature is right. The weather is right. Everything's perfect for these trees to always produce fruit. So I'm, in my head, that's that's what I'm thinking. And now Adam and Eve have to go outside of the garden because God's like, hey, man, you guys, you guys did all this dumb stuff. Now I'm going to put this angel of fire just running back and forth, basically, so you guys can't get in to the garden at which I grew for you guys. So now... Adam and Eve have to go out. I don't know if they have to plant their own field. Well, at some point they're going to have to plant their own field. Yeah. They're going to have to work to get this food that God gave them in the first, in the first portion of this, uh, of chapter, actually in chapter two. Oh, yeah. After, and then it says, ends with after the, they, he drove the men, the man out, he placed on the East side of the garden, a Cherubian, which is a angel. And a flaming sword. Sorry, it wasn't a fiery angel. It's the flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. Yeah, sad day. So here we are. We're in sin now. Good for you. Good job. You did it. Thanks a lot, Adam and Eve. Yep. But, you know, I mean, before we probably jump back into the beginning of it, I, I think the... 
the truth of the matter is we can jokingly blame, you know, Adam and Eve here and the serpent a little bit too, obviously. But I think had it been any one of us, we would have all eventually fell to to sin. Yeah. But anyway, just and knowing thought. us knowing us now, right? Yeah. Uh, we would we would we we would fail every time. And we fail every time all all the time. All God the time. God puts the tree in front of us all the time. And, and we, we, we mess it up it all the time. Yeah. So not only is this like a, a a real story, like this actually happened, but it's almost a parable in yeah. a sense yeah, that that we are going to we are going to wreck We're, something that has God has given us. But with His grace, He could have killed them right there. Oh yeah. That that could have been it. And, and in reality, He might have said, "You're going to die as soon as you eat that." But He gave grace. And said, you know what? We're just going to make it really hard for you. Yeah. Now you're going to have to earn a living. You're going to have to do all this. I mean, Adam lived to 930. Mm-hmm. He lived. He lived yeah. a while. And, um, and all these things were in, in place. So we were talking about the serpent and is he the devil? Is he whatever? Does he work for that? Uh, yeah. Where did, when did the angels, were they, uh, you brought up a point, like did the angels come before heaven and earth were so made I, there was two different trains of thought on that one i think there was from because we, we got into a bible study within our bible study a few moments ago or an hour ago or so somewhere between i think this is again this is the mcneese version of, of what i think yeah somewhere after after day six because god you know said he's created everything and it is it is good so therefore there can't be bad because mm-hmm. it is good and that's including the heavens. It's the the plural heavens, and that 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 chapter, or that that the second half of the chapter, which includes three heavens, um, whatever, and the earth. Right? <laughs> three heavens. Okay, three heavens are the 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 one we breathe in, the stars, and then heaven, like where we where, yeah, yeah. where we go with that. So the three heavens and earth, and, and they are good. So that means there's no evil if he called it good, right? Right. So somewhere after day six, angels, to include Satan himself, fell from heaven. Right. But it doesn't specifically say when they were created. I think, just on some stuff, and it's too far to dive right now, I think they were created on day one or two, I think. Okay. Because it's kind of confusing. Let us know. If you know, let yeah. us know. And I, there's probably a lot more supporting evidence than I found in our quick little Yeah, we, we did not take time on that. But the, the really what that ties into what we're talking about for Chapter 3, though, is the Sunday School lesson story is always that the serpent is Satan. Mm-hmm. That Satan is manifested in the form of a serpent in this story. But I don't know if that's necessarily... It doesn't say that. It never calls him serpent, except in Revelations, like we talked about off mic. It talks about that old that old serpent known as the devil and Satan. But in this passage, it doesn't say that. But I, I think I'd at least be willing to concede that the serpent is working on the behalf of Satan, because I think the angels have already fallen from heaven somewhere between the end of day seven and whatever day this is, mm-hmm. and this could be day three million. Who knows how long they've been living in perfect harmony and utopia? Of, yeah, yeah. There's no, know. there's no time frame. So I, that's my, out. that's my theory, and I don't. There, again, let us know what you think. But that's what I think. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're at fifteen minutes. All right. All we'll, right. We'll get to dive into three in a, tomorrow. Yep. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody! Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick, and uh, you know our big thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. And without him, we would be nothing. And this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13, uh, Nick, why don't you give it to him? For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 
And that's all you need to do. You need to profess your love for Jesus Christ, open your heart, and let him into your life. Uh, Find a friend, tell them, pray about it, do whatever you got to do. But there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast. If you're already saved, go save a friend. Do it today. Do it. Hurry up. Time is of the essence.